Hello out there in podcast land and welcome back to Spoilers, your bad movie review show on the Rat Pack Podcast Network, where your hosts have lots of opinions, but zero credentials. Each week we watch a movie, usually a bad one, we crack a couple jokes, we give our insight into the film, and we play a couple games at the end. I'm your host Adam, I'm joined by Cowboy. Das me. Yeah. And by Maestro. Das true, yeah. Oh boy. Uh, not even German in this movie. Who? Right. This week we're watching 2011's Cowboys and Aliens. Oh, I watched the wrong movie. Oh no! I watched Germans and Aliens. <laughs> Cowboys and Germans. Yeah. No huh? Germans and Aliens. All right. Germalians. Germalians. <laughs> That's going to be a movie on Netflix. Yeah, let me see your papers. <laughs> got, got so many, right? <laughs> wrong aliens. Sorry. <laughs> Can I see your papers? All right. This movie was directed by Jean Favreau. I did not know that until I was looking up this uh, information. Sean Favreau is also the same director as The Mandalorian. Oh, is that right? Yes. Oh, I guess did Iron Man, The Jungle Book, uh, mm-hmm. and a bunch of other things. Yay. He's Iron Man's butler. All right. This movie stars Daniel Craig, Sam Rockwell, Olivia Wilde, Harrison Ford, Adam Beach, and a bunch of other people. Yay. Let's get the synopsis, then we'll get into our opinions about the movie. A spaceship arrives in Arizona, 1873, to take over the Earth, starting with the Wild West region. A posse of cowboys and natives are all that stand in their way. Have you ever seen this movie before, Michaud? Yeah, I've watched it once, but it's a very forgettable movie, surprisingly, even for the plot, you know? I remember watching it. I remember seeing it, but if you asked me like a couple of weeks ago before we actually started to watch the movie, couldn't tell you a thing about it. Right. I had the same thing. I had seen it and the only thing that I remembered was the hand cannon basically. <laughs> that, that, that's it. How about you, Cowboy? Have you seen it before? No. No. I heard about it. You knew, you knew of it. I knew of it and when I knew of it, when it was in movie theaters, I was like, ah, stupid, I'm not watching that. <laughs> I remember being curious only because Harris Ford was in it and I think he hadn't done a whole lot in this time period as far as movies. Okay. I'm like, oh, he's back. And but it still took me a couple of years to get around to it. Yeah. Oh. All right. So, what did you think about the movie? Uh, walking out of the theater, first thought that you want to say out loud. Um. Yeah, it's it was it was a movie. <laughs> That's all I got, really. Oh, yeah. all right, deep. This is gonna be a short podcast. Uh, I, didn't, <laughs> I didn't really I didn't really care much for this film to tell the truth. All right. I thought it was right up his alley. <laughs> right, yeah. This, this, this seems like a maestro kind of movie. Why? Because it's ridiculous. Just because it's ridiculous doesn't mean it's right up my alley. It has to have a specific <laughs> type of... I don't know, man. <laughs> I feel like the certain level of ridiculousness is the first thing you look for in movies. And then whatever happens after that is like, all right. Really? Yeah. No, I don't know about that, man. I, I think if it was more like uh, ninjas and aliens... Uh, I've seen that, but there's ninjas and zombies, and that one didn't hold up. Oh, uh, okay. What? Sam- samurais and aliens? Ah, uh, they don't have that yet. Or do they? Oh, they do, but they're not really samurais. <laughs> there's, there's, there's a movie that I heard about on Netflix right now. It's something like uh, Tiger Preacher or something, where a preacher goes into the w- woods with his people, and he gets... Bitten by something and now he becomes a tiger. Oh, I, th- I think it's called Hellboy Two or Three. <laughs> no, it's called Tiger Preacher Hidden Caterpillar. Oh, ah, yes, that's the one. Nailed it. <laughs> okay, hold on a second. <laughs> now I'm curious. Tiger Preacher. Yeah, the, the the whole premise of this movie was interesting. This was one of those like, oh, I, I I like the idea that you have here, and let's see where it goes, and then it just kind of like 
Cowboys and Aliens? Yeah. Oh, I thought you were still on Tiger Puncher. Oh, no, no, no. Okay. Not at all. No, that th- sounds stupid. I, I think it's... Uh, it's it's hard, but but I I don't know how to formulate it into words. But <laughs> aliens with the eighteenth or the the what would be the nineteenth century, right? Uh, yeah. Cowboys, nineteenth right. yep. century mm-hmm. cowboys. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it was hard to grasp. Like they they have no idea about aliens back then. Oh, I found it by the way. It's Velocipaster. Really? <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> yes. Even better. <laughs> Velocipaster. Oh, I wanted to watch that. Oh, Jesus. See? Ridiculous, and you're into it. Just be, just be, because of the ridiculousness, you, you now are going to check it out. So you're telling me that because it's ridiculous, you'd like me, I, I, I'm instantly be interested. Yes. Yet, for some reason, cowboys and aliens are never been up my alley, ever. It's, it's, it sounds ridiculous enough that you'd be like, all right, all right. Those things don't belong together. I'll see where it goes. <laughs> I will tell you. I, I will tell you that um, Han Solo in this movie, mm. um, Indy, yeah, was more like Indy than a cowboy. Yeah, in that hat, all I I couldn't see anything but Indy. Yeah, you know, it, it was it was it wasn't when when thinking cowboys and aliens, I was thinking more western. Yeah, and, the- and, and I think they missed that western feel. Yeah, it wasn't as westerny as it, as it not like Tombstone. Tombstone was like western, right? You know, yes, it hit that western. This did not hit that western feel. No, it like, seemed too modern, right? Yes, uh, and like uh, I know you guys haven't seen it yet, uh, but the Westworld, where it's all set in the western days. Although it's it actually it actually takes place in the future about a theme park that is set up in the Wild West days, and everything looks westerny. Uh, even though uh, there's guys walking around with like iPads and like, oh no, there's a glitch over here, or something. But yeah, the, the Western feel, I think, I agree with you. It was like the setting, the outdoors, the 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 way that the town looked was Western enough. But the yeah. feel of the characters and everything, not Western. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It didn't get that far from here. So check this out. Velocipaster, oh, Jesus. Basically, he travels to China and gets powers to turn into a dinosaur. Yeah, this is my fault. And then. And then a hooker tells him to fight crime like that after he's, like, all saddened about it. This sounds, like, so ridiculous. Thank I would like to watch it, but I can't guarantee you I would like it. I, I can guarantee you will like it. Is this a movie? It's yes, a movie. It's, it's on movie. Netflix. Oh, my gosh. You yes. know what his birthday pick's going to be. Right? Oh, no. no. I guarantee you. <laughs> no, honestly, if I don't like it, I'm not going to choose it. I have to like it in order to do it. You okay. know that. Right. Yeah. And, you did like Zombievers. Hmm? You like Zombievers, though. Mm. Okay, <laughs> wasn't that your choice? No. It, oh, that was uh, that was Cecil. Yeah, see, that was my choice. All right. All Have right. we heard from him lately? Uh, it's been a while. I still got a, uh, maybe it's because I still have a huge list of his suggestions we haven't gotten to yet. One of which is, by the way, Sharknado. Speaking of things that don't belong together, uh. <laughs> it's the same kind of thing as the Velocipaster and uh, Zombievers. All right. <laughs> They're running out of ideas in Hollywood. But, yeah. Yeah, I don't think this ever went to Hollywood. Honestly, well, somebody but, said yes. Yeah, <laughs> well, according to uh, um, Ricky Gervais, Hollywood's going to Netflix. Oh, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Because Netflix it, it bucked the trend. They're, they started taking ideas of like, hey, this sounds weird, and every network says no. We say yes. Turns out, hey, it worked out. It works. Everybody likes Stranger Things. What do you know? All right. 
So the uh, the, the westerniness of it uh, lacking. Yes. What, uh, what about as far as the who's your, who's your favorite character then? Um, the girl, the girl alien, Olivia Wilde. Yeah, thirteen from House. Yeah, she's always Ooh. hot. Yeah, she's that, great. That's it, yeah, yeah, she's good. <laughs> we had her. Uh, we had her on for the Lazarus Effect. I think. Yes, we did. Yeah, that was a movie in the uh, the old spoilers archives. You want to check that out? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, she's 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 good. It's, I mean, it, it's it's nice because she's also pleasing to look at, but she also brings the goods when it comes to being on the screen. Absolutely. I mean, she's a great actor. Yeah. Actress. Act- female yes, actor. Female actor, right. I don't know. I don't, know. I don't care. She's a great actress. Right. Um, but when it comes to this movie, I feel like in the beginning they tried to do that effect where you don't necessarily know what the aliens look like. You know, where he got out of the ship yes. and he's in the saloon. I think I hit it, blah, blah, blah. You know, I think he's injured. Uh, it, it missed. Yeah. They always miss. They, 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 they built up suspense, but, they, but it was also not enough suspense. No. But even the little suspense they did have didn't warrant what we actually ended up seeing. I, I did. The weird thing about the alien spacecrafts that were flying around they're like the alien jets or whatever. Right. I did like the design of those. Those were kind of cool. Okay. But they seemed, to me, they seemed primitive alien. Okay. Okay. Because like they almost like they they had wings and feathers, you know, like metal feathers type thing. Okay. The way the it was kind of cool the way the one swooped down, and like like flapped its wings behind the horse. And then grabbed that person and then took off. Yeah. I liked that scene. But what I was noting is like aliens don't use cables to lasso people. Hmm. Okay. The aliens, their technology, and I guess this is speculative right. on alien movies. Yeah, no, based on all the history books we have, based, of aliens. based on all the alien movies, you know, <laughs> like, said. if they wanted to, to nab somebody, you know, they they do it with a beam, right? A tractor beam, a beam of light. You know, these these things had primitive cables that shot out and yeah. lassoed somebody, so to speak, and pulled them up. So it was almost like it was trying to. Give the aliens a Western feel. Oh, interesting. interesting. I didn't think about that. Yeah. Because now you mentioned it, that, that does make a lot of sense. If you have the technology to go through outer space, you're not using cables anymore. Yeah. You're, you're like, you're, you have the tractor beam or the, the, like the stuff in Star Trek where they're a little like laser and bah, you're incapacitated or whatever. Yeah. No, yeah. So it, it, it did strike me interesting that way, but then they also said in the movie, they're here to try and find out our weaknesses. But were they also finding out how we did things as well and like put on their little spacecrafts a lasso? Hmm. <laughs> you know, it's good. Oh. <laughs> you see, I see. It's so just, they, they were learning from us in, in a way? They, they were learning us in a way, but also learning our. But I feel like if you're an alien, you come down and you see these guys with uh, riding horses and throwing rope around, you'd be like, oh, you poor bastards. Yeah, right? <laughs> Do you think that there's a possibility that they might have, like, you know, dumbed their own architecture down just for the sake of making it more like a, a challenge? Yeah. Like a predator yes. situation. That's exactly what I'm going with. Yes. Okay. I, I did find it interesting that they they seem to steal a little thunder from Independence Day. Okay. <laughs> um, so? Where the aliens uh, opened up and the oh, inner right. is more like 
vulnerable. Yeah. Okay. Sort of like you know they had an exoskeleton, right? So well, to speak as well. I would assume that that's going to be the wave of the future. If if uh, if if we do end up colonizing space, I think our skin will get tougher. Maybe I don't know if we'll ever have a cocoon that we're or hiding inside of, or we would have an exoskeleton. Like, but, but how much of that do you think is like a suit versus that's what the DNA of that monster is? That's probably the DNA of that monster. But in in Independence Day, that was like a suit, right? That was their spacesuit. Yeah, but so but it also it also had a lot of gelatinous stuff inside of it, so maybe it could be. That's both? what they breathe. Ours oh. would have oxygen. Oh, that's in right. It. You're right. You're right. My bad. Okay. All right. All right. All right. Yeah. It's been a while. Independence Day, by the way, also on spoilers archives. You want to check <laughs> that one out. Fun, fun movie. I think at one point I gave the entire speech. <laughs> <laughs> President's speech. Oh, yeah. It uh, this mo- this movie on a lot of levels missed. Like I really think the dog was going to have more symbolic play in the movie. Okay. Yep. The dog came up a lot, you know? Yeah. But just cause it sensed the aliens around, like it barked, but I thought it was going to have like more of a play. Like the aliens were afraid of the dog. Oh, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, the, yeah, that's we've, why we've been, the dog was studying humans. What is this thing? Yeah. Like, and then they were scared of the dog and that's, you know, and that's why they didn't want to mess with the kid anymore because the dog was there. But then, then you heard the dog when they were sleeping in that ship, the 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 boat, the, right? The upside the down ship boat. boat, the upside down boat, not yeah. the spaceship, but the ship. Right. Um, <laughs> it's confusing. Anyway, yeah. And then the dog's barking. Then the dog runs off, and you hear the dog like yeah get killed. Yeah. Right. Arr, arr, arr. Yeah. Silent, which is the sound you would. Suspect the dog got killed. Yes. And then all of a sudden, the dog's back. Or at least gravely injured. The dog wasn't even scratched. <laughs> Do you think maybe they just kicked the dog and pushed it out of the way and he just ran off? You think? They kicked this dog? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what? Damn it, Tommy. It's it's all Dricky Boy's prank call about the kicking the dog. All right, never mind. <laughs> from the year 2000. <laughs> uh, you did that voice. I was thinking of The Office that I watched earlier today. Oh, same, same character. Yeah, yeah basically. No matter what, you come into my shop and you, yeah. I like your food. You cook me the doobado. The googie googie. Try the googie googie. Googie googie. That's a great show. <laughs> so, all right. How about Daniel Craig? What do you think about him? 007. Oh, that much, huh? Yeah. Okay. I don't really care for it much, honestly. He did that pursing the lips a lot, didn't you think? He's good at brooding. Yeah, I that, guess. That's his thing. Just like, hmm, I'm thinking tough thoughts. Because like, every time I think of Daniel Craig, I don't think of Daniel Craig from any of his other films, except for Tintin. <laughs> Never saw it. He's the bad guy in Tintin. Okay. Still. Oh, in that case, I have seen it. No. I don't know. In case you want to watch it. Uh, I saw him recently in Knives Out. I haven't seen that movie. Is it good? Uh, it's fine. Okay. It's a whodunit mystery kind of a thing. Oh, I, interested. I just, I just don't see him as a cowboy. No, not even close. Well, then you're not going like, <laughs> to like Knives Out where he's uh, kind of a... Cowboy. No, he plays a, like a foghorn leghorn type character. I'll say, I'll say what? Yeah, he's got one of those western drawls, uh, which makes no sense and I don't know why he's there, but it is. It's, it is. I guess it's hard to see him in a role other than 007. I remember seeing him in uh, The Defiant or something, Defiance, 
where he's he's basically he's leading a bunch of Jews through the woods as they're trying to escape Nazis or something. Nazis? Yeah. <laughs> Nazis. Nazis. Yeah, and uh, it was weird because he was kind of a meeker character, which was not 0070, but still kind of still able to be badass if he needed to. So see, in this one, he's basically 007 in the Wild West. He, he, his whole persona is, yeah. yeah, I'm a badass and nothing's going to stop me. Well, apparently he was supposed to be a leader of a band of cowboys that do holdups. Right. Okay. And you you get the feeling that from the beginning of the movie, he doesn't know who he is, obviously. Yeah. And he just takes those three guys out like he's some freaking badass, you know? Yeah, he he plays the part for that for that one moment to uh, convince them that oh yeah no I am who you think I am even though he's not sure who he is. Oh, damn it! I love the I love the the, the main bad guy that is like a, oh you're always my favorite. That guy's amazing. Oh yeah, that 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 was fun. Yeah, everything I, I, I see him in, I, I I love it. Oh damn it! What's his name? I have no clue. Uh, it will come to me. Uh, he played a uh, <laughs> he played a transgender uh, female with large breasts in Sons of Anarchy. Very entertaining. Okay. <laughs> All right. Makes sense now. Um, the the premise of them coming to the planet to get our gold. Walton Giggins. Walton Goggins. Walt- Walton Goggins. Like your goo Yep. That guy's amazing. Walter Goggins or Walton, Walter White? Walton Goggins. Walton? Now yeah. you just make him names. Nah, he's he's good in everything he does. I love that guy. Walton Almost, Goggins? Well, <laughs> what is it? Uh, let me find it now. Walton Goggins. Yep. Is it an I-N or an O-N? Walton. Okay, Walton Goggins? Walton Goggins. Oh, okay. I, uh, I like him almost as much as I like Sam Rockwell, which is the bartender guy. He's also fun in everything he does. He was a Seven Psychopaths. Uh, he was in that movie Choke, which was made by the same guys that made Fight Club. He's, he's the uh, always a comic relief in, in the movies. In this one, he, he was also with a little bit of a... He was able to show a little bit more of non-comic stuff when he was all pissed off about his wife being kidnapped. Yeah, he does a good job of, be, of the crazy angry look. Yeah. Yeah. But he also because he, yeah he, he I think he had a lot of more range than anybody else in, in this whole film where he went from meek to angry and then back to meek and back and forth and whatnot that was fun for me but Sam Rockwell's always entertaining <laughs> as well uh, see who else we got uh, I don't know who played the alien the alien yeah you like the alien no no <laughs> I think they had good range yeah oh they were angry. <laughs> and angry. There, there was a scene where they were, I think, building up to where the alien that basically killed Daniel Craig's wife and stabbed him in the side, and the Daniel Craig got a good slice out of his face. We find out he comes face to face with him again. <laughs> I, I, I think, oh, face to face. And that was supposed to be, I think, a more intense scene, but it, it didn't. Even that didn't land for me. It it fell flat because it was too quick, right? It was just, uh, and I don't know, but alien, you know, and then he picks up that whatever utensil that lights up to cut, right? Um, holds it up to his eye to show. Yeah, it, that whole scene was so quick. It wasn't like a build up. Like if they if he would have 
shown who he was before. Then they got into their little scuffle and fight, and then he gets him onto the table. Yes. Because I think that would have, you know. Yeah, it was more like a reveal it, 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 conclusion. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> reveal, boom, psh, dead. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it should have been like a, he walks by in the midst of while, while he's getting locked down, and then you see the scar, and like, <gasps> it's the same guy. And the, the ending seemed, to, <laughs> seemed to, to me, the ending, D- Daniel Craig played the... Um, what was his name in the movie? Jake, Jake. Lon- Jake Lonergan. So it seemed to me that after the spaceship blew up and Jake's going around town, blah, 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 and all those scenes after the spaceship blew up, it almost seemed like I was waiting for the alien girl Yep. to come back. Absolutely. Me too. I was waiting for it. Yeah. That when it didn't happen, eh, I was disappointed it didn't happen. Yeah. Does it make sense? Yeah, it's just like I, I'm expecting this because it seems this movie's been predictable so far. Yeah. And then when it didn't do what we were predicting, it was like, oh, well, that sucked. I, I would have <laughs> I I liked it better if it did, right. you know? Yeah. Because he lost his wife or the yeah. hooker, the, the prostitute yeah. that he fell in love with and left his wife. His wife. Um, And then he loses her. Yeah. But how would that work, though? Because that's an alien still in human form. So? The hot alien, no, yeah. right? Yeah, no, no. Leave the human skin on. Yeah. <laughs> Just what take are you doing? Clothes off. <laughs> because they do kind of allude that she can replenish herself because she yeah. basically died and then came yeah. back in the fire. In the fire. So like, all right. So how is she killable then? But I she guess. exploded in fire, so she should have been able to come back, right? Right, yeah. You should, should. But then she did say, I didn't know if I was going to be able to repair this body. And I was so like, wait, can. did she confiscate that body from a real person on Earth? No, because she came back with that body again. It was already burned in but, the fire. But I understand, oh. but she said she didn't know if she was going to be able to replenish that body. Hmm. Which meaning that body died. She was still alive, but the body died. Oh, interesting. Okay. I see what you're saying. So did did she come down and like... Uh, Take over a body? Mystique herself, you know, yeah. into, into that form? Or did she come down and overtake somebody's body and that girl was actually real at one point? Hmm. Maybe she Doctor Who'd herself and with the fob watch, turned herself human. Or what if she did the Michael Bay thing and just had her scanned? Michael Bay thing. Yeah, like in, in Transformers where he just like lifts up a leg and scans everything from underneath, turns into a Camaro. Lifts up his leg? Well, technically he does because he's like he's, he dress. He starts off as like <laughs> you know how Bumblebee. Oh start, yeah, 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 when he's riding on two wheels. Well, okay. how, how else was that? <laughs> I picture a dog about to urinate on something. <laughs> Same idea, <laughs> right? <laughs> oh, hey. Oh, that's not P. It's a laser scanner. <laughs> oh, weird. Yep. I am now you. Put your lipstick away. Uh, <laughs> so. <laughs> All right. We got a bleeder. Oh. <laughs> I, I I didn't like the resolution as well, like, like you were saying. Yeah. It, it could have ended better. Uh, oh, speaking of... We talked about the spaceship blowing up in the, in the, in the, in the air. The... I think the biggest what the fuck moment was when they're all standing around celebrating when they're about to get pelted yep. <laughs> with a bunch of shrapnel from this exploded spaceship. That was the what the fuck moment for <laughs> that you? That was the biggest. That's it, the biggest. Yeah. My biggest what the fuck <laughs> moment was is when 
the alien spaceship is taking off using rocket fuel mm-hmm. like our oh. shuttles use. Oh, okay. Like, their technology is so much greater that, okay, A, we haven't figured out how to use our rocket technology right. to go across the universe. Right. But True. they use their rocket technology, which is the same as ours. Maybe that's just to get them in the atmosphere, out of the atmosphere, to, well, fight, to fight our gravity. And don't then, you think their technology yeah, no, right. would have been better? You know? I if, mean, you, if you can build a bracelet... That has unlimited laser power. Photon torpedo power. Yeah, you, you can build a, a, a proper alien spaceship. Right. By the way, that, that whole hand cannon thing, its effectiveness had a lot of range. Not only that, but wasn't it funny how it came to life when they were around? Like in yeah. Independence Day? Right. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> Because there were scenes where he shoots a guy and it just knocks him back. Uh, there's another scene where it blows a hole in the guy, and there's another scene where they completely disintegrate when he gets shot. I with guess the same it depends photon. on the. Oh yeah, no, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> Let me set my wrist from stun to kill. It's uh, like the see. wristwatch in the last movie we did. No, oh, right? Yeah. yeah. Oh yes. Wristwatch last Amnesia, movie. Amnesia, Kingsman. Oh yeah. Yeah. But but she did say that he controlled that with his mind. Right. So if you wanted to explode a guy, you could explode a guy. If you wanted to just merely flesh wound him, you could do that too. I guess. But then also, if if his brain basically shutting off and not thinking is the way to remove it, wouldn't it come off in his sleep or if he got knocked unconscious? Ah, you would think, but when he's sleeping, isn't he dreaming? Well, if you're knocked unconscious, you're not dreaming then. How do you know? Have uh, you been knocked unconscious? You know what that feels like? Um, I can help. I've become unconscious. That's alcohol-induced. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I wasn't knocked. Well, I guess I knocked myself out. <laughs> mm. But yeah, I have no, I have no recollection of, of the time <laughs> in between. <laughs> so I, I, I can't tell you whether or not I was conscious or not. It's just, hey, I was here, now I'm here. What? Is, what? <laughs> <laughs> That's the best type of time travel, don't you think? That's great. <laughs> That's what we call alcohol hypnosis. Because <laughs> yes. I remember everything you did. Oh, okay. And everything I did to you. Oh, my. <laughs> oh, watch. Is this thing on? Oh, my God. Yes, we're still recording. Damn it. It's so awkward. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, okay. Another thing about the ending that I, I kind of did not like was uh, Dollar Hyde's uh, son, douchebag Mr. Douch- Doucherson. See Percy, Percy, yeah. Everybody else basically got their memory back except for him, because uh-huh. that's supposed to be a redemption kind of moment. They're like, "Oh, I used to be a douchebag, and now I'm not going to be anymore." In- instead of having him actually learn a lesson, he just forgot that he was a dick. Well, no, the grandpa kind of didn't get all his memory back because it was a matter of days since he's seen his grandson. Mm-hmm. Then he sees his grandson. And he's like, "You're so big now." I think it's that was just a, a cute line. Days. I don't think I don't think that was a. I've been I've been. It could have been, been a senile a moment, you know. Or it could have been one of those. Uh, did you ever watch Memento? Yes. There's there's a there's a whole thing in that movie. It's basically about a guy that has no long term memory, and it's a fantastic movie because they they work backwards. They start at the end and then they go backwards to the beginning of the movie. But the way they do it is so fucking brilliant that. It, you're engaged the entire time, even though you know kind of where, where it's leading. 
but you don't also. Uh-huh. Uh, there, was a, there was a case study that they talked about in that movie about this guy. Oh, damn it. Percy, remember? Percy Jackson? I want to say Percy Jackson, but that's a different thing altogether. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, anyway. Talking about the lightning thief? <laughs> you know, that's the, uh, Jenkins. Percy, Percy Jenkins? I think that's it. Anyway, the, the whole thing is this guy had no memory, but he developed a coping me- mechanism for himself that every time he saw somebody, he would like, oh, hey, nice to see you. And it, because he would assume, I guess, his, his subconscious would know, I don't remember. So instead of having that awkward conversation every single time, who are you again? You're just, you're just like, oh, oh, hey. Got it. So maybe that's, I don't know. That was a long way to go. Percy Jenkins? Andrew Jenkins. Ah, it's, a, it's such a great movie. I suggest. I really suggest you watch. What, was it so much that Percy didn't get his memory back, or he got his memory back and realized what a dumbass he's been? As from because uh, he did pay the doctor for his sarsaparilla for him <laughs> and <laughs> him and the kid, and said hmm. this should settle us up for everything else that I've done. Hmm. So maybe he had a come to Jesus moment when he was taken and realized. He's been a fucking douchebag. Okay. That would be nice. But, uh, and maybe this is my own kind of uh, resentment towards those kinds of people. They don't learn. (laughs) I would have liked it better had Percy died and the Hispanic guy that, you know, the guy. The Native American. Yeah, the Native American. Whatever uh, tribe he was from, I don't remember. That million-dollar dude, whatever, the cattle guy, the boss, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. took in and taught him. Yeah. You remember that scene? He was like, I wish I had a son like you. Yeah. That was I, thought it, I, thought, I thought that was a great little scene, but I also thought it would have been better if Percy would have died and he would have taken that kid in. Yeah, Absolutely. But, but it was also – it's a weird thing because that, 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 uh, that Indian guy – I felt like I would have been happy if he decided after the whole thing was over to go be with his his, his people, tribe his tribe they were now like they're like he hey, I'm proud of you he was dead yeah so that's, I, he didn't need to die no but it also would, it would have been I think better if he had lived and went for the Indian tribe or if he had lived and then still stayed with them he just needed to live basically yeah he just needed to live I mean that guy as much as he got shit on. Yeah. You know, those stories were for Percy, not for you, you know? Yeah. And as much as he got shit on by that guy, ends up talking the Native American tribe into backing him. Into Yeah, and then risk his life for the guy that's been shitting on him his yeah. entire life. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but would that, would that be like something a- like a Stockholm Syndrome type thing? Because, you know, the boss saved him and brought him up. Yeah. I guess, but I think there's there's also even as shitty as things may be, there is a certain level of respect that can also be there, perhaps. I guess. So it's respectful shit. Yeah, I don't know. I can't yeah. reconcile. It's just, there's a lot of <laughs> shit been thrown around. It seems like. You yeah, know? yeah. And then the end, Jake goes into town. He's like, "Oh, I'm a wanted man." Well, I don't know. I seem to think Jake was so and so got killed in those mines back there. Yeah, back in the day when that was still possible. And then the marshal was like. Yeah, it's a damn shame because I would love to hang that guy <laughs> myself. Yeah, I like that guy too. The um, the 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 deputy, the sheriff. Yeah, he's good at things. Keith Cardine, Card Carradine, Keith Carradine. Oh my god, he's in Dexter. Mm. 
I I honestly don't have much more to say about this uh, movie. Yeah, I, not real much, man. It's, I mean, we we dragged it out and talked about the nuanced things, and we yeah, there's, there's not a whole lot here. It's it's the the whole story: aliens come uh, invade a town, and the people fight back. The little um, kid. Yeah. What, what's the boss's name? The cattle driver boss. What's his uh, name? Dollar, Dollar Hyde. Dollar Hyde. Dollar Hyde gave the little kid a knife. I love that that knife came back. Yep. Because so many movies we watch yeah. where something significant like that happens and it doesn't come back around. Right. So I'm glad that that knife came back and he told that kid, use it, be a man. That That's one of the things Hollywood used to always say, that if you show the... In the, in, the, in the way that the phrase goes, if you show the gun in the first act, you have to use it in the third act. And that's... A lot of movies don't do that. They, they, like, they show you something like, this is going to come back later, and then it never does. Yeah. In this case, at least they pulled through with that aspect of yeah. it. Yeah. In an independence way. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, back. Yeah, see, and that's the crazy thing. Those aliens were so cool looking. I thought they were kind of cool looking. But then when they open up, these little E.T. hands come out. That, that was so cheesy. It was very weird. They did the same thing in Independence Day. You remember that bit? Yeah, yeah. But but it was that was the whole person in there, not just extra hands. That's a good point. And I th- I thought at one point that there was also going to be a mouth in there, because it, it looked like the hands were going to come out and grab him and feed him into the center of himself or something. It was it was just weird. It was weird. All right. Well, that was our opinion of the movie. But like I said at the top of the show, we have lots of opinions but zero credentials. Now let's hear from people who actually have credentials. The critics. Let's start with the good reviews first. This is from Eb, Ed Gibbs from the Sydney Morning Herald. There is nothing that fa- that fascinating. What? Oh, they missed an S here. You, you're supposed to be a newspaper. Uh, there's nothing that's fascinating about Favreau's treatments, nor his source material. But compared with similar blockbusters rare of recent months, the curious exercise in genre bending is very watchable. Oh, that guy needs to have his license revoked. Uh, David Sexton, London Evening Standard. If you can swallow the shameless setup, it's a high, It's highly entertaining. It's all highly entertaining. All right, that's, uh, even the good review is kind of like, ah. yeah, right. <laughs> there's not much. There's not much there. Eh, it's weird and crazy. Yeah, but... If you can get past the bullshit in this movie, <laughs> right. It's entertaining right. for a moment. That's every movie ever. Yeah. Uh, Leonard Maltin from IndieWire. As his title indicates, this is a strange cross of movie genres. Unless, unless any viewers get angsty, angsty, I think it's angsty. Why can't nobody write? Oh, shit. Why can't nobody read? Uh, <laughs> at least any viewers get antsy. <laughs> it doesn't allow much time to pass before we first encounter UFOs in the Old West. The film takes its time unraveling the rest of the story. Oh, boy. Maybe I didn't read the first review right either. All right. Now let's go to the bad reviews. Peter Bradshaw from The Guardian. Yes, yes, cowboys punching aliens in the face can be funny, but it doesn't make this silly endeavor worthwhile. All right. Adam Woodward from Little White Lies. Craig is a bona fide action star who shouldn't be reduced to spitting out lines like, Demons took your gold. <laughs> in, a, in a husky southern drawl. <laughs> I like that. Uh, that, I like was, that. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, it's fun. Anna Smith from Time Out. We started, what started as True Grit meets War of the Worlds ends up closer to 
Whisper it. Wild, wild west. <laughs> wicky, wicky, wild. That's, that's going to be on spoilers soon. Wicky, wicky, wild. I, I, I can't believe it's been this long since that has... I've been wanting to get it on for a while, but I can't find a good place to put it in. Wicky, wicky. All right, now it's time for the Rotten Tomatoes game everybody loves to play. This is the part of the show where I make you guys guess the score of the movie based on its Rotten Tomato score. For those of you unfamiliar with the scoring system, it's an average score from 0 to 100 amongst the critics and the audience. 0 to 59 is rotten. 60 to 84 is fresh, and 85 and up is certified fresh. You want to take a guess at the audience? Ooh. Uh, I'm going to let him go first this time. Mm. Ooh, 40. 40 for the audience. 31. 31. The audience actually races as... Rotten with 43%. (laughs) Wow, that was a predator laugh. Really? Yeah, at the end when he's laughing about I'm about to kill all of you. Oh, yeah. (laughs) All right, Tomato Meter, the critics. What do you think the critics had to say about it? Oh, me? Mm. Okay, uh, I'm going to go with 32. All right. 31. (laughs) Oh. (laughs) This is still rotten, but it's at 45 those rare cases are very close to each other. Oh, make sure it gets both showdowns. This is a first. Oh, showcases. Showcases. Ah, because it's a Western. It's a showdown. Don't start. <laughs> <laughs> Paul Giamatti and Gary Oldman were not in this film. We noticed that they are fantastic in everything they do, and we love inserting them into movies. So what? who could have been taken out and replaced with Paul Giamatti or Gary Oldman to make this movie better? Come on, man. Just pick anyone. Except for 13. <laughs> right? Right. Yeah. Leave, leave the uh, Olivia Wilde in there. Um, I, I think uh, take Daniel Craig out and put uh, Gary Oldman in. Yes, that would be much better. That would be good. I would. Yes, I can believe him more as a Wild West dude. Excellent. You know, I love that. Then, then Gary Oldman uh, or Paul Giamatti. Yeah, Paul Giamatti. That the other guy. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Paul Giamatti. Jeez. Um, okay. Remember when Daniel Craig goes back to his his yes. his group? Yeah. Okay. There was the second in command. Yes. The second in command. I had the exact same thought. The the Mexican dude. Yes. Yes. With the beard and the yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's a perfect Paul Giamatti character. Yes. Fantastic. Not a huge role, but would make yeah. it so much better. They didn't need to be Mexican. Could have been another white yeah, dude. Yeah. Right. It was fantastic. Perfect. Objections, Maestro? No, that actually sounds great. Perfect. All right. Trivia is part of the show or make you guys guess what I'm going to say. Nope. I'm just going to make you listen. Can, can, Here's a little bits of Can facts. we guess what you're reading? <laughs> I mean, because that's kind of how the All right. podcast has been yeah. going. Turns out I can't read very good. Uh, very well. I know. That was part of the joke there. Uh, director. I know. <laughs> <laughs> director John Favreau was constantly harassed with demands to shoot or convert the film in 3D, but he held his ground, claiming westerns should only be shot on film. I agree. Good. Yes. Uh, Daniel Craig was chosen because of his distinct likeness to Steve McQueen, who starred in the cowboy epic The Magnificent Seven from 1960. Uh, Steven Spielberg screened The Searchers from 1956 and Close Encounters of the Third Kind from 1977 for Robert Orsi and John Favreau so they could get the atmosphere of the film. So this was uh, Spielberg was was part of this. He was uh, he didn't direct it, but he was. Oh, I would have about to say, man. All right, this is uh, something that uh, Cowboy alluded to earlier, which I'm saving for trivia. 
Harrison Ford wanted to go bareheaded in the film and not wear a hat because he's most famously known as Indiana Jones for wearing that fedora. As the film was a Western, he was convinced to wear a hat. In American Graffiti from 73, Harrison Ford was asked to cut his hair to go bareheaded with a period cut for the film. He refused, stating that his role was too short and offered to wear a hat instead. <laughs> He's so angry. <laughs> uh, I kind of like that about him, though. <laughs> it's like, That's right, kid. American yeah. Graffiti was uh, one of George Lucas's first films. Yep. I remember hearing that. I've never seen the film. What's it about? It's about a gangster in prison? No, it, it was about life up in Modesto. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's American me. Right. <laughs> okay. Uh, you ever hear what, like, uh, how people try to impersonate Harrison Ford sound like? That's, Get off my plane. Pretty much like, that's right, kid. That's how it sounds. All the time. It's just like, just like, well, that's how monotone. it sounds all the time, yeah. Yeah, exactly. There's no, like, loud, low, it's like, that's right. Well, that became Stallone. I don't know what you say. <laughs> <laughs> Start ringing that bell I can't concentrate That's brisk baby Alright uh, The filmmakers cite Alien And Predator As an influence On the look of the aliens In this film Which we referred to both I think oh, No No Not that Okay Alright uh, Money makes the world go round This is a part of the film Where I give you guys uh, God damn it You're right I can't read today Let's put this film in perspective with other films that were released this year so we get a feel financially how it held up to its peers. Oh, my God. We're almost done. The budget was $163 million. What do you think this grossed worldwide? You heard the reviews? You heard the Rotten Tomato scores? What do you think? 163. 163. All right. You know, honestly, I don't think it went bad. I think it was just like, meh. So people that were interested were like, eh, all right. Okay. So I'm going for under the 200 somethings. So 250,000. 250 million. All right. Million. Oh, oh, all right. <laughs> <laughs> In the US, this grossed 100. Point two million dollars. 100.2.2. Foreign box mean? office. What? 100.2. That means like 100 million 200,000. 200,000. Okay. Which is what your first guess was. 200,000. <laughs> okay. Uh, 100.2 million uh, domestically foreign box office 74.6 million bringing the total to 174.8 million dollars cowboy redemption yes <laughs> this film debuted on July 29th 2011 it's a good day it's my girlfriend's birthday oh uh, with 36.4 million dollars <laughs> This was the 30th highest grossing film of 2011. Number one that year. 2011. Want to take a guess? No. Not really. You should know this. Really? How? Uh, I think you got season tickets to go see this land. Cars? At Universal. Oh, Harry Potter. Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows Harry Part Potter. 2. The, the, the final offering from Harry Potter. Unless you count the long time ago, I had piece. season or annual pass to Disneyland. So when you're like, I had annual pass for this, it's like 2011. Oh, oh wait, that's cars? Disney. Oh shit. <laughs> no, Cars is Disney. Harry Potter is Universal. Universal. Yes. Okay, that's what I thought. Yeah, I thought you had Universal things. Or you Last win? year. Oh, all right, all right, all right, all right. But a long time ago, oh, you're like, oh, oh, you had oh. it in 2011. I was thinking 2011. Did, well, I may have had it back in 2000. Oh, oh, I see. I see. All right. Well, anyway, that was 2011's Cowboys and Aliens, directed by Jean Favreau. Jean Favreau. I keep saying Jean. 
It's okay. That's fine. Jean Valjean. Jean Valjean. <laughs> Jean Valjean. Jean-Claude Van Favreau. Yeah. Uh, check out our website, ratpackpodcast.com slash spoilers. Follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram, at Spoiler Show. Check out and subscribe to our YouTube channel, Ratpack Productions. Write to us via email, spoilers at ratpack.productions for any questions, opinions, or movie requests. Please rate and view the show on iTunes or Apple Podcasts, as it's called now. If you write us a review and leave a recommendation for a movie you want us to watch, that movie will go to the top of our list and we'll watch it before any other requests. Next week, there's a there's a movie coming out. Yeah, it's called The Invisible Man. So uh, what? We're going back to the year two thousand. No, In the year no, two thousand. No, that that That's voice true. sounded really hollow. Thank you. Ah, Kevin Bacon is the Hollow Man. How many degrees do we have to do to get rid of this guy? <laughs> He's fine. Uh, Hollow Man is the name of the movie. It's 2000. And we'll be watching that next week. Yeah, get ready for that. All right, we're done. Uh, <laughs> until next time, oh, wait, uh, do Amazon things, but go to our website first. Yeah. That's it. Help support the shield. Yay. Uh, until next sure. time. Oh, God. I am Adam. Yeah. I'm Cowboy. <laughs> Yay. Yeah.